from the land of athletic training. <laughs> um, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Very good, very good. Jurassic Park. I don't know. It's the first thing that came to mind. The this, land. I don't. It's something about the land. I wanted to play the whole theme song, or sing it to you. I don't know. I could have done that too. It's one of those movies that I should have seen, but I have not. What? I've not seen any. You gotta of them. be kidding me. No. Oh my god. I'm just like a, I want to watch top a, five for me. Mount Rushmore. It's 100%. on your Mount Rushmore. Oh of my god. Franchises or movies? No, movie. Like the, the, the first one. The Jurassic Park is definitely in my Mount Rushmore. Really? Oh, my God. How did I not know this about you? I can, I can to this day, I've seen it at least 25 times. That's really funny. I, I know where you're going. And it was something I was thinking about all week. And I almost put up a post. Okay. You were going to say it's the movie you could quote the whole thing through, weren't you? Well, I, I can definitely quote the mm-hmm. whole thing while I'm watching it. But then also, like, the moments of the movie that are really just kind of awe-inspiring or like just like cool mm. or like just like oh my god like they still to this day make me like get little goosebumps or like just very happy about watching the movie all right give me give me your other three my other three yeah if it's on your uh, dark, so dark night okay um I, if I have to pick one, I'm going to go original Back to the Future, but Back to the Future Saga, saga. is okay. honestly on there. Um, and then my fourth is generally Singing in the Rain. Oh. It's okay. a wonderful movie. All right. it's, I know left field, but I love it. it right. some reason, it makes me happy. Very cool. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go Dark Knight for sure, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Bad Boys 2. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Sure. Um, and then gets tough for that Very. fourth spot. Um, well, it's a lot of pressure. I can go one of two ways. Uh, are you talking about like, I'm not, t- this is not favorite movies, but this is like, yeah, maybe. No, they're, that's they're that's my Mount Rushmore of like favorite movies. Favorite movies? Yeah, not my Mount Rushmore okay. of movies. Like meaning, what it, you it, think Shawshank most... Redemption is a better movie than Back to the Future. Like one hundred percent, it is. It's one of the greatest <sighs> movies of all time. But for okay. me, my Mount Rushmore. If you were to put me on a an island and you gave me those four movies, I would be just fine. Okay, if I'm gonna do it that way, then I'm gonna go Dark Knight. Okay. Bad Boys 2. Yep. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yep. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I have to flip a coin here. Okay. And they're both Robin Williams movies. I was going to say. It's either Patch Adams or Goodwill Hunting. I'm oh. actually, I'm going to go. <sighs> I mean, they're so wanna, different. Do you want to be? No, I'm going to go. I'll go. I think Goodwill Hunting. Wow. That movie is Patch Adams is the reason I became an athletic trainer. How do you like that? But if I had to watch a movie I got it. Oh gosh. You know what? I don't know. That's a tough call now. Now I'm th- now I'm overthinking it. 
Well, I mean, good. They're I, both so good. I would I would take Goodwill Hunting over Patch Adams. Yeah. Even though Patch Adams is a great movie. Yeah. I I would not want to watch that over and over and over right. again. Let I me, could watch Goodwill Hunting over again. Give like, Give me your most quotable, like the the movie that if you actually hmm. could mute it and just say the whole thing through. <laughs> College Anchorman. Uh, right now. Oh. So, fun fact, two fun facts. Jurassic Park came out on my birthday, 1993. Oh, very cool. Um, I think that also plays a part in my Mount Rushmore and why I liked it so much. Um, but then, so I fall asleep to a movie every night. I did know that. Um, lately, I, and meaning the last couple months, it's either been The Incredibles mm. or Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. So... I can quote either one of those movies for the first In half an sleep. hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty well. But I honestly I wanna say if I if I turned the sound off, what movie? I'm gonna say Spaceballs. Oh, that's a good call. Or oh, I mean Back to the Future. Probably Back to the Future. All right. There's so many movies that I've watched so many times. Though. Yeah, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, um, or Pet Detective, but When Nature Calls, I've seen that about 143 times. Uh yeah, no, but I'm gonna go Spaceballs or uh, Back to the Future. Okay, yeah, I think my most quotable movie could do Jurassic Park too. Is a stand-up comedy routine by Damon Wayans called Still Standing. Really? Okay. But if I had to go with an actual movie. Yeah, it's probably White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump, then Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You're pretty darn good at Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's a good question though for we'll, everybody else. We'll, we'll, if you could turn, if you could mute a movie, what movie would you be able to quote? Most every quotable line from? movie. I'll put it on our social media, which is what Kevin. Oh God, what is it again? At Candid underscore ATC. I think on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of them. We got a website. It's called CanadaAthleticTraining.com. You can head over there and head to the shop and buy yourself some apparel. Please so, do. So I don't know if we said this, but this is the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Holy crap. Where we only talk about movies and food. Yes. And pop if culture. You're looking, if you're looking for advice on athletic training, <laughs> you've come to the wrong place. So there's, man, there are... Uh, are Athletic training podcast popping up all over the place. So we appreciate you all. Love it. Coming back to us and listening to us. And we're going to continue to do what we do. And Kevin and I are discussing, uh, as we've mentioned before, how do we increase the volume and do more and provide more content for you all? Well, and I think. Look at that. You just pulled out a fat bracket, didn't you? I just pulled out a fat bracket. Out of nowhere. It was in in my notebook. How does it look? Well, it, it's un, it's not filled out. It's like it's the original bracket. That's so cool. It's the un oh wow unblemished. I bet I could win it now. I bet you could I predict. Bet I, I bet I could win all it. the winners. Uh, it's not predicting when you do it after it happens, right? Uh, no, mm-hmm. not at all. <laughs> okay. Poor man. Poor Doc Ock. Jeez. He got hosed. He got hosed. So this is episode seventy-seven. 
It is. Coming That's out. a lot of episodes. July man. 27th, 2020, which means there are four days left in the month, which Ooh. means you have four days to head on over to the podcastawards.com and select your favorite podcast in all the categories that they provide after you, you basically have to create a login with them. But like you're not used to doing that yeah. already. You I mean, do it all the time. Shit, just put in the fake email address, all of the above. I mean, yeah, that's fine. And then putting you, your you putting go, your brother's email address, then he'll get all the spam. You Who go, cares? you go through all the categories and highlight which shows you like in each category. In science and medicine, there's the Candid Athletic Training podcast, and we highly recommend that you us. Yeah. nominate them for science and medicine. Yeah, please do. So, um, also, I before we get into tonight's show, okay. I have a couple of apologies and corrections to make from last week's episode. First and foremost, I need to apologize to my dear friend, Kelly. Uh Uh-oh. I called her by her maiden name and not her married name. She is no longer (laughs) Kelly Clements. Or she's no longer Kelly Poster. She is Kelly Clements. I I was like, uh uh-oh. Yeah. No, she is now (laughs) Kelly Clements. So, Kelly, I apologize you're in my phone as Kelly Poster. You always will be. My wife is still in my phone under her maiden name, too. And I got married to her. It's just a thing. Once That's how I know you. That's how I know you. You know, you know what's it's funny not, is... I'm not trying to be... I changed, I changed your wife's name to her actual original last name. But originally, it was <laughs> Julie Chad. Like, Julie. she was just... It was like if... The she, other half. Yeah. <laughs> It's always tedious when your friends start dating someone new and you're not sure how long it's going to last and you're like, do I even bother? Well, I mean, just it was just easier. Yeah. Like, just, you know what, Julie Chad. Yeah. At the same time, I guarantee you Kelly's... I guarantee you Kelly's still Kelly Poster in my phone. Yeah. And... <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. And no, no offense to you and your lovely husband, but... Yep, Kelly Poster, yeah. for sure. Oh, gosh. I'll, I'll always know he is Kelly Post. Well, and then when you have multiple people the same name. I just went through my phone to send some surveys out and texts and stuff. And I was just scrolling. You ever just stop and scroll through your contact list and you're like, who? don't know who this person is anymore. Yes. Like, uh, that's just the first name. I'm not quite sure who that is. Uh, uh, yeah. Or random numbers. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, how many contacts in your phone are just arbitrary it's incredible. Well, I have I have one that just says Anne. What? Like just Anne. Like Anne A N N E. Yeah. Or? Yeah. It just I mean, there's a million and a half Anns in the world. Just, I, don't, I don't know. Like to narrow it down for you. Sorry, Anne. So that's one apology. The other, you're scrolling through your contacts right now. I am. That's great. <laughs> um, it's good podcasting too. Oh, uh, the Chirac. other the other apology is going to go out to Emma Yonkers. Sorry, Emma. Well, I'm not apologizing to her. I'm just giving her some props. Okay. Um, last week, episode 76, I said 76 trombones led the big parade was the sound of music, which it's not. And she let me know it's actually Music Man, Oh. which is totally true. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I've watched... Basically four musicals my entire life, and only one of them have have been in the last thirty years. So the fact that I even knew that there was a Music Man and a Sound of Music, I'm gonna give myself some credit. I think now you I should. did I did just watch Hamilton last week, and it was phenomenally good. Good for you. So, 
Um, and also, just so you know, I don't know if you saw this, but um, somebody did call you out in the year 2000. In the year 2000. I, they said it was a Conan O'Brien Coco thing. I mean, it was pre-Coco. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to guess who got that? Of all of our listeners, who's of the one person? Who's the one person that would know that reference? Somebody you've met in person. I've met this person. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go because he kind of reminds me of Conan O'Brien. Is Nate Marish Mersh? You Marsh, are you Marsh, are one hundred percent right. Really? He said, "How many tall gingers? <laughs> how many tall gingers do you?" Because Nate likes to make fun of himself. Oh, so you got it right. Yeah, nice. he he knew it. So thanks, Nate. I oh. appreciate it. Well, I'm forever not going to say your last name. <laughs> we have a fun show tonight uh, with a fun feature topic. Um, yeah. The rest of the show is we're making Buckets. it up as we go, and we're just having some fun with it. But we we do have a, a feature topic that's going to be, I think, um, oh, well, the whole show is going to be worthwhile. But we're going to have some fun until we get to the feature topic. So should we do it? Yeah, why not? Okay, Who the hell cares? Let's do it. You know, Chad, speaking of our music that was just there, yeah, I just thought of something. And um, so one of the reasons we chose that music is because we both love Sherlock. And it kind of reminded us of a little, like Sherlock, like that you would hear that in between a scene. Or like, yeah. it reminded us of this, like, you know what, being, you know, very intelligent about a conversation, which <laughs> we are all the time. Yeah, 100%. Um, Weren't they supposed to come out with a movie uh, based on the show, the BBC show? A movie? Yeah. They did. They did? Yeah. Oh. It was out in the theaters here in the United States for two days. It was did we one see one weekend. I did. You did? It was it was um I don't know if it was the actual weekend of Christmas. Oh. But it was literally just a two day event in the United States. Oh. Uh it was the Abominable Bride. Oh. So it was basically in between seasons three and four. Oh. Because there was such a long, there was like a three or four year gap in between season three of Sherlock and season four. They broke it up with this as like a teaser oh. to the to the last season. Hmm. Um, so I probably very, maybe I did see that. Very dark. Very hmm. different. Good. Still good. I mean, same actors and everything, but it was just... It was almost like a almost a horror movie. Really? Yeah. God, that show was good. That's on my Mount Rushmore shows. Big time good show. Yeah. All right, where do you want to start, man? Um, you know what? <laughs> Let's just let the shenanigans continue cuz I feel like we've been talking for 15 minutes and it's just been fun. So let's let's keep rolling with it and let's do our fictional athletic trainer. Okay. So baseball's back. Baseball's back. Officially, Major League Baseball is underway. Woo-hoo. As we have uh, are recording now, they've played a total of three games. Huh. <laughs> so we wanted to do... Which is like at least one-fourth of the season, right? Yeah, I think the yeah. season's over real soon here. Something like that. Don't worry, Dave. You've almost made it. You're almost there, bud. You're in the home stretch. <laughs> this is the dog days of summer for you. Yeah. Um, we're going to we're gonna choose a, a division... 
within Major League Baseball, and we're just going to debate which mascot from those teams would make the best athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. And being the professional baseball guru that you are, you wanted to go with... I am such a guru, it's not even funny. Um, no, I am not a guru, but I did work <laughs> in professional baseball. And I think just the fact that we uh, live here in the great city of Milwaukee, we went with the NL Central. The hometown team. Hometown team. And the teams we're most familiar with because yeah. you play 142 games each year against each of these teams. Correct. It feels like you turn on the TV and these are the only teams that exist. Correct. So I'm sorry to the East Coast and the West Coast and the West Coast and the Left Coast and the Right Coast and down Souths. Yeah. We're talking Central. Central. We're going to talk Midwest a little bit, so you're going to have to deal with it and come back to us. We'll get to all these other divisions at some point. So who should we start with? Well, I would like to start with our hometown, Bernie Brewer. Okay. Okay. So would Bernie Brewer, not the sausages. No. Would Bernie Brewer, Bernie, Bernie Brewer. make a good athletic trainer? Well, can, um, you, can you drink while you are working is my uh, first question. Never stop me. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's still he's not disqualified yet? Nope. Uh, I think the mustache doesn't get in his way. Facial um, hair is important as an athletic trainer. It, it honestly gets you places. <laughs> Where does it get you? Uh, I don't know. Compliments. Okay. Um, I will say he he's a human. He's got opposable thumbs. Yeah, he's, so he's off to a good start. That's It's going to definitely help him. Not that um, you need all of your appendages, but the more appendages you have, it can be useful. Yeah, and I think he's adventurous. Like sliding down this very steep slide, mm-hmm. and that's very high in the air every time that uh, Milwaukee Brewer hits a home run. And um, he seems very upbeat and chipper, absolutely. and high energy. Absolutely. Is he high energy? Yeah, I think so. He's pretty From high ma- energy in terms of mascots. Yeah, I would say so. He's he's not annoying high energy though. He's not like a in your face. No. I'm gonna dance you dance on top of you or i don't i there might be other people out there that disagree but i never wanted to hit bernie burr Mm. like he's just very tolerable he seems approachable yeah absolutely okay um now i think um later in the day you might not want him as your athletic trainer because he might be half in the bag as the beverages go down so does his work Um, rate so I'm sure his skills will get a little worse and worse and worse. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't think he's the athletic trainer that you know starts drinking later in the day. I think he's tailgating early, before his work. And if you, um, if you want to tailgate, you come to Milwaukee. Yeah, absolutely. And you hang out with Bernie Brewer. Um, okay, okay. So I think he's got. I mean, he's a human, so it's he's he's definitely got that going for him. Yeah, I think as we find as we go through the rest of the division, it's going he's to German. be German. I mean, he's kind of German. Yeah, that doesn't bother. That, that, whatever. I don't know. Like, does I mean, he's he's probably very straightforward when it comes down to it. He's very organized, I, I'd imagine, and good with, I don't know, skills. I, I have no idea. Um, all right, let's go. Let's we'll go. go St. Louis. Let's go to St. Louis, which you looked up all these for me. Yeah, Fred um, Bird. Fred Bird. Yeah. He's a bird. He's a bird. So he can fly. He's not a plane, though. He's a bird. Look up in the sky. He, uh, so he can fly. What if you could hover 
as an athletic trainer? Would you just want to hang out in the air and get the? Would you rather have an, an aerial view of it's what's aerial. going on below, below you? I'll tell you what. Is you there could, an advantage to that? Like you seeing could get away injuries? from people. I mean, like, <laughs> you would you rather escape. be in the? Would you rather be in the dugout while your team's on the field, or would you rather be like just kind of hovering above the field? Well, it is Randy Johnson pitching. Ooh, yeah, good call. For those of you who don't know, don't Randy Johnson die. threw a, a ball, threw a pitch, yeah. and a bird, and struck a bird mid-flight. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, you should definitely search that in the old YouTubes. But do you think, honestly, if you weren't covering baseball, you were covering something else, and you had the overhead, like if you were just hovering and, or flying overhead and watching, you could follow the action above and not be in the way? Like, let's say you're covering soccer. If, yeah. you, if you stay a good 50 to 100 feet above... Is it quicker than if you just if you are going above? You could just and then you just have bomb. to drop drop yeah. down when something happens. That actually could be an advantage. That's true. This might this is ooh. a game changer right there. Yeah, interesting. Now you might have to fly around with a fanny pack. Yeah, <laughs> or some sort of kit. That's fine though. It's hip. It's cool now. Yeah. Um, what else is a, a Fred Bird gonna do for you? I don't I know. Mean, but he just doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have hands. Yep. He just got wings. He's just going to drop off supplies. He could drop off stuff. He's got talons. <laughs> um, here's here's your Band-Aids. Yeah. Here's your wrap. Here's You're your ice bag. you to put it on yourself. Yeah. And he, I, bad you could, communication. You could wrap. If I was a bird and you just fly around the extremity, like if I needed to wrap an elbow. Oh, there you go. Kind of like they did in Star Wars. You know, yeah. the, you know that, that whole thing? Or Spider-Man, whatever. In Star Wars? When in Star Wars? In Star Wars, in the Hoth planet, Empire Strikes Back, you know how they took down the big machines where he oh, like spins got, around? Like that kind of yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bird mm-hmm. flies around yep. the extremity, and all of a sudden, you're wrapped up. Yeah. That's all I got. I'm just thinking outside the box here. <laughs> and then you say Spider-Man. Spider-Man did, tried to recreate it. Yeah, in Civil yeah. War. with. Hey, remember that really Ant-Man. old movie? Yes. Yeah, Star see, Wars? You got all the references. <laughs> well, now I did. Once yeah. I got... I'm, I was trying to picture like somebody getting wrapped up. Yeah. Like with a bird or like a, I don't know, a droid was like flying around somebody, like putting an ace bandage on somebody. But no, I get what you're saying. I, what were those things called? The walker things? I don't know. Um, big, big walking the, things. I think they're actually, I'm not kidding you. I think they're called at-ats, ATs, ATs. I think you're right. Which I think would make at-ats. a great athletic training vehicle. At-at. At-at. And if you were on social media, you would at-at-at. <laughs> yeah, they're ad ads. Yeah, totally are ad ads. Okay, but if they had a social media for those things, would you at at at? Are you following along with that, Kevin? No, I'm not. <laughs> at underscore at <laughs> <laughs> underscore at at. Never mind. It's right. candid underscore atc, <laughs> not at at atc. It's candid underscore atc. This is the most fun I've had doing a show in a long <laughs> while because I'm so, just not giving. Uh, do we so have anything next, else with the Cardinal? No. Okay. Uh, so the <laughs> the next thing is Clark. The bear. The bear. You so hear that, Ron? This Bears. Be the, this be the smell Cubs. the menstruation. Put the whole station at Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not rebounding from this one tonight, folks. Enjoy this. Yeah. And so I think um, he's a bear. I mean, uh, he's good at storing things. For the winter, yeah, um, I think he's good at uh, making sure that there's enough supplies in the athletic training room for everybody. I think, um, at the same time, 
man, he, uh, do you get a to, bad temper? Do you get to like hibernate? So you only have to work a couple months of the year. I might actually take that one. That's not bad. Right there. That's good. <laughs> I'm, That's good I only call. work in the summer. Or I mean, so if I you're Fred, would, if you're Fred Bird, you probably you head south for the winter. So yeah, you could always be in the warm weather. Now nope, I'm not, Clark, you know what? Clark just takes a nap. I want to. I want to. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to work in the summer. I want to work in the winter and then like take the summer off. There you go. That's that's how I operate. Yeah. Don't work in professional baseball then. Nope. Um, that's why I'm telling you, get into college baseball. It's the yeah. best seasons. It's a pretty good season. Uh, okay. The the bear. So they they sleep half the year. It's not. They're bad. organized. That's about it. They're quadruped, so they might be pretty good at rehab, like teaching some rehab, like some movement pattern stuff. I mean, I teach a lot of my athletes and patients bear crawls. Yeah. So. Um, the demeanor, yeah. you talked about the demeanor. It might be a little off-putting. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he might snap on you. You get you get him pissed off, he might, might kill you. He's going to eat a lot. He's going to eat a lot. A lot. I might just take He's it. going to have to have a I lot of If I get to snacks. eat that much. <laughs> All right. How about let's go to the Reds, Mister Mister Red, which I I guess Mister Red never heard of sunscreen. Uh, No, absolutely. So that's a drawback. That's absolutely. Kind of looks like you right now. Absolutely. Too much sun. I spent a lot of time in the sun today, so I'm a little (laughs) red. Um, I mean, he's a giant talking head. He's a giant talking baseball head. Yeah. Like so, he's very top heavy. Yep. So as soon as he starts working on somebody and he leans forward, he's probably going to fall over. Um, I mean, he's technically human-ish, so he's got hands. Okay, you know? all so right. So he, he can still operate like that. Um, I don't know. Is, is, there a, is there an advantage of having a baseball, a gigantic baseball as a head? Um, no, <laughs> not that I can think of. You probably get in the way a lot, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're standing in the dugout, and you're just going to be in the way. Yeah, standing on the sideline like coaches right behind you. I don't know in the way. I cannot think of a single thing to say about Mister Red other than yeah, he's got hands. That's he's got hands going for him. And he's always in, he's always in uniform. He's okay, very, I mean he's he's like in he's, he's dressed well up dressed. in a brew or a, sorry a Reds uniform and yeah. But do you want to dress like a player? You don't want to that's, dress like a player. That's a good question. I mean, most of the, most of the. I think baseball athletic trainers are the closest when we think of all the athletic trainers to dress like how they dress like their athlete. Because you you'll wear a BP top, and your player will wear a BP top. That's true. During most the, during most the athletic game, trainers are polo and khakis though. I yeah. mean, it's it's very polo and khaki. I'm thinking world, basketball. You're very you're dressed top. up with shirts and ties. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, you're not wearing the same. Okay, how about this? If you had to work a sport and dress like that athlete, what sport? Oh, good question. Would you want to wear a baseball uniform? Swimming? You cover and swim? A speedo. <laughs> I might if this time of the year. I might. There you go. Um, NFL would be tough. Dress like your athlete. I mean, NBA would be easy. Jersey and jersey and shorts. Which sport? Interesting. <laughs> You're going to wear the old tank top and shorts. Yeah, I could do that. Are you going to go John Stockton shorts? Absolutely. You're going to go old school. No, going John Stockton. No, because you need pockets. (laughs) 
<laughs> you need pockets. At least with a baseball uniform, you have some pockets. You're not you, going I, football. You got some back pockets. You wouldn't be. Yeah, you would have to wear a fanny pack if you were. This has actually turned out to be a great a basketball conversation. Uniform. Soccer uniform. I mean, I mean, soccer shorts can have little pockets. If you, I don't know. They probably don't though. Um, no, that'd be tough. Yeah, gotta wear shin guards as an athlete trainer. Yeah, would you want, yeah. Would you? Have, do you have to wear the shin guards? But do you have to like, wear the cleats? Yeah, the smallest ones possible. Very much the smallest <laughs> ones possible, and never up. I mean, How about like, if you there, had to be cover? If you covered wrestling, you had to wear a whole like oh the ear like the ear covers and yeah. like the whatever singlet. singlet. Yeah. Track, track and field would be, and I'd have to wear a, a singlet. Yeah. Well, we're going to put that on social media, and that's going to be a fun one. We'll, that's a good one. Yeah. It's going to be a fun topic. That, a solid And we'll question. bring it up next week because we have a special episode for you all next week. Yeah. Uh, sorry, okay. Sorry, Cincinnati fans, but Mr. Red's out. All right. Um, last, and then, last but not least, pirate, parrot. So you're half pirate, half parrot. So So we already had copying, one pirate. copying everybody, everything that anybody says. That could be dangerous. I mean, Very. although you would be pretty good at your history. Yeah. Especially if you had talk to text. If you had talk to text like no, soap notes. There you go. <laughs> you could. There you go. You'd be really well informed. That would be kind of annoying. Man. Probably really good at movie quotes, though. If you really got movies good. going on in the athletic training room. Yeah. You're a pirate. Parrot. So does he only have one eye? The pirate I would, parrot? I'd, I don't know. But I'm sure he does. Does but he have in, a? In reality, they just they used it, they used it to like see. It's like in dark places because then they would chart. uncover their eye. Um, I mean, he's a parrot though, so like we're having the same argument as Fred Bird. The only thing is that he can communicate a little bit better, mm-hmm. but he has to communicate by copying everything that you say. Um, so that's going to be very annoying for the athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My knee hurts. Rah, your knee hurts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what I just said. Yep, that's what you just said. Um, <laughs> oh, Steve the Pirate Dodgeball. That's the only thing I arr. keep thinking about. <laughs> he's the second pirate we've had on this month. Yeah. Oh, God. I think he's going to suck. I think all of them would suck. I think Bernie part. is going to be the best, and that's not a hometown. He's going to no. be drunk. If you catch he him, he might early. be a little drunk, but he's going to be the most versatile per- person slash mascot Although, to be an athletic trainer. Honorable mention: Clark the Cub. Yeah, getting some downtime in his year. Yeah, he's got a good work-life balance. Good I think I can get balance. down with that. Always prepared for supplies. This guy. I'm not going to lie. This conversation has with the overhead floating. This is this has been one of my favorites. And I thought when we were going to do this, I'm like, this is going to be awful. But I really actually like where we went with this. <laughs> leave, it, leave it up to us to make an awful conversation be a little entertaining. And give you something to think about as an athletic trainer. So pick one. Are you going Bernie? Ah, Bernie. Yeah. All right. I'll go, I'll go Bernie as well. Um, but we'll put it on the social media for you all to talk about. Next time, next time you guys are at a, covering a game, hopefully it's soon. Hopefully you actually get to see some sports very soon in your life. Um, and you see the mascot, you know. Let us know if they'd be a good athletic trainer. Or let us know if they'd be a bad athletic trainer because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Where are we going next with this show? I don't care. 
anywhere. It's already off the rails. Top five? Let's go top five. Top it's, five. It's next on my list. We have um, we have asked 100 athletes, Kevin. Athletes, not athletes. So athletic this is from trainers. the athletes. Okay. Okay. How many athletic trainers are there in the United States? How many athletic trainers are there in the United States? Okay. So I'm going to go with one. Somebody said. I'm going to go one. There's only one. Number one is one because I, I, I think some athletes going to be like, yeah, well, just you're the only athletic trainer, right? Uh, then I'm going to go 45,000. Then I'm going to go 50, one for each state. Then I'm going to go 1 million. Mm. And then 10. 10 athletic trainers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. So this is going to be fun because this is this is the perception. Mm-hmm. This is how many athletic trainers are working in this country. Mm-hmm. It it talks it talks a little bit about the need and the services provided. This will be this will be interesting. Well, it, it might it might reach to like do athletes actually think there's a there are enough athletic trainers? Correct. Right? Okay, in fifth place with six responses. Okay. <clears throat> One, one million. million. I just did the I just did the Austin Powers thing. Yeah, I did. Who didn't? You couldn't if see it, not, but I did. Do it. One million athletic trainers. Holy cow, that's a lot. Um, okay, in fourth place with seven. Ten thousand athletic trainers. Okay. In third place, athletes thought eight athletes thought, fifty thousand. Okay. Which is one of the numbers you said. Yeah. Um, oh, in second close. place with 10 responses, they didn't have an exact number, but they just said a lot. There are a <laughs> lot of athletic <laughs> trainers. And in first place with 12 votes, 100,000. Really? 12 votes. 12 people said this was 12 all 12 athletes think there are 100,000 athletic trainers. Correct. Do we know how many athletic trainers there are in the United States? According to the NATA website, yeah, forty-five thousand is the number. That's and that's like the membership, right? Yeah. So there's got to be more than forty-five thousand, well, okay. right? Well, I'm just gonna stay with that but, number because yeah, that was that was the research. Okay. We'll see when we get when we get a new president. Yep. So um, how about this? Maybe we'll find out. How many people do you think? So for if if we just say forty five thousand is the yeah. the baseline, yeah. If you said that there were less than that, or more than that, wait, okay? what? So yeah. if if we know that there are forty five thousand, uh huh. All right. How many people do you think said a number smaller than that, and how many people do you think said a number bigger than forty five thousand? Of the so, 100. do you think the athletes, in general? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm under, gonna say. Uh, what would it be? Underbid or overbid? Uh, and I'm gonna be honest, this number is not a hundred because some people like said more than this, more than right, that, and I right, just right, right, cross right. those out, or yeah. I like I don't know, or whatever. I'm gonna say that athletes think there are more than. So they think 000. they think the supply outweighs the demand of athletic training. Yeah. 
I want you to know that there was exactly one person out of 100 that said 45,000. Okay. So there's one person that I would say hit it on the head. Okay. We had 32 athletes say a number smaller than that. All right. Which means they think there's not as big a need as there is. Does that make sense? Yep. They think having less than 45,000 athletic trainers is enough. That's how many there are. Yeah. Although we did have seven people say not enough. Okay. We had 37 people say numbers bigger than. Okay. So they think there are more athletic trainers than what there actually are. Yes. What do you think the biggest number that was given? The biggest number was for sure. How many athletic trainers? The 2.4 most- million athletic trainers. Uh, no. Oh, dang it. Um, what was it? 45 million oh, <laughs> trainers Jesus. in this country. In the United States? In the U.S., 45 million athletic wow. trainers. That's. I don't know if there's 45 million of any profession. <laughs> no. No. Nope. I mean, there's only 360 million Maybe people podcasts. in this country. Maybe podcasts. Jeez. Um, so, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's, I mean, there's, I mean, we had numbers all over the place. So it, um, I don't, I don't really have anywhere else for us to go. Okay. Somebody said a very specific 7,347. I don't know. Of course. But um, so anyways, do you think, well, obviously we know as athletic trainers, there need to be more. There definitely needs to be more. Because of I how many looked- schools don't have athletic trainers, you know, high schools mm-hmm. and other organizations. And so what, what do you think? The, I mean, the magic number could be two times that, three times that. I mean, it could be, would, it could be around 100,000. I would venture to say, I just looked up a very rough, like how many high schools are in the United States. Yep. And it's 24,000. High schools? Yeah. 24,000 high schools. Yeah. That seems so low to me. Yeah. That means there's 500 per state. Yeah. If they're if they're evenly distributed, which obviously they're not going they're to not. be. They're not. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how accurate that, that was. Just Google me googling, yeah. and the the first thing that popped up it said 24,000. So I think, I mean, clearly there has to be at least 24,000 athletic trainers, if all of those schools have sports. And then colleges, and then, and then, and then you talk about colleges. And every every college needs multiple athletic trainers. And Each then, college should have about ten athletic trainers yeah. or more. And then every professional sport. And then we're talking about the athletic trainers are like me that and are in club clinics. sports and all this. Yeah. So you could you could get into the six figures of athletic trainers. Easy. So I'm going to put up a poll. What's the ideal number of athletic trainers to have? That's a great poll. We'll put that up. What would be the ideal? That, that's a great question for Kathy and um, Katie. Yep. What would be the ideal number of athletic trainers? Well, we'll put it up. You know, we don't have to have the... I mean, it's great when the presidents and the people at the NATA get on board, but that's why we do this podcast because we talk ourselves. We, this came out of nowhere, and we're going to have that conversation. Yeah, where the hell did this come from? Oh, athletes. Yeah. Yeah. So, kudos, do, to, kudos, kudos to us for having yeah. some 
random comments. Should we comments. do an entire episode where it's based on the athlete's opinion of athletic training? Hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. What do you want to do next? We got two. We got two left. Well, uh, we're gonna go down my list, and FMK. FMK. Okay. All right. Sometimes we put a lot of stock and thought into the FMKs, and sometimes we just panic and last minute come up with something. And sometimes we just. This is going to be the most outrageous, thought provoking. You're going to have to just. <laughs> Lose your sense of what's right and wrong. Okay. Yeah. As you play this game with us, because this Always. is going to be a weird one, and I'm going to let Kevin explain because he came up with it and it's great, and I'm looking forward to it. And like tonight's show, we're just going to go in places that we we don't know where we're going. Um. So I think one of the easiest ways to create an FMK is to um, think about something that you you don't really like, and then therefore. Um, People have to at least marry something they don't like, right? And so never would happen. Um, ice, right? Cold and cryotherapy. Uh, not a huge fan in most aspects, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna FMK as an athletic trainer. You have to spend your entire shift, whatever that is. I don't care if you work six hours or you work twelve hours. You're gonna t- you're gonna spend your entire shift being in a cold tub, <laughs> attached to a game ready device that is operating and working, or you're gonna have ice bags attached to your shoulders and your knees. Go. Okay. Your entire day. Oh God. Um. All right. This is actually fun. Because it's so outrageous. Um, there's so many ways to attack this. Uh, I'm going to, as I usually do, I'm going to kill something first. Because I okay. think there's one obvious one that I always just want to get rid of. Get rid of it. For me, it's going to be the game ready. All right. Or the cold compression. Sorry, not necessarily attacking the game ready company. A cold compression unit. I'm going to yeah. kill that one because it's just going to get in the way. <laughs> it's going to restrict. I mean, if you're a little claustrophobic, that's going to be the worst one. I can't really? move. If I can't move my arms, can't move my legs. Okay. Yeah. That's going to get to me. It's going right. to break me down a little bit mentally. Sure. By the end of the yeah. day, I'm going to be like, this is stupid. <laughs> um, it's also the one that's going to hold temperature the best. Yes, it is. So it's going to stay coldest the longest. Uh-huh. And so that might be a little, f- not necessarily scary, but like... You might lose a limb. If you don't like cold, that one's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. So I'm going to kill it. Okay. Mostly because of the I want to I want freedom of moving, which I know what you're thinking at home. How am I going to move in a cold tub? But if I can move my arms and legs... Yeah. I, I'm going to feel good. Okay. I'm actually going to marry the cold tub. All right. Because one, um, I'm not going to feel inhibited to if to move. I, I am, I'm constrained to a small space, but I can move as much as I'd like and not feel like I got to wrap around my knee or my elbow or something like that. I can move my extremities fully. Sure. 
Okay. So I'm going, I'm going to like that. Number two, it would be fun for a day to tell the athletes, no, I'm not chasing you. You need something. You have to come to me me. (laughs) over here, right here. Yeah. Come right here and I'll, I'll do what you need. But if you leave this area, you're not getting shit from me. Yeah. (laughs) That might be fun for a day. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, through, uh, okay, so that's why I'm going to marry the cold tub. Okay. I think it'll also warm up. Like the first 20 minutes will be bad. Yeah. And after that, you're probably like, eh, by the end of the day, it's probably a nice 80 degrees. Ah, you're feeling maybe. pretty good. I don't know. You might People have might a pina colada. Nice behind you. you might have a pina colada in your hand at the end of the day. <laughs> Who knows? So I'm going to F the ice bags. Okay. Um, and I think they're going to suck, actually. Um, that I, it will allow some movement of shoulders, elbows, hands, extremities. The, where I think I'm going to run into problems is after the first 30 minutes. Leakage? When that ice bag has completely <laughs> melted. Now you got bags of water that are like, especially if you are a poke the hole in. Are you a poke the hole in the ice bag kind of person? Uh, uh-uh. Some some athletes. Well, okay. So you know, if you ha- if you have an ice bag, after a while, as the ice melts, the yeah. oxygen goes in yeah. there, and you get that puff yeah. ball of ice. Yeah. Uh huh. And some athletes hate that. Yes. So, so they they'll break poke a little, a little hole. hole in there, so you yeah. don't get that. Well, if you do that, and then it melts, you're gonna get water. True. So you're in a catch twenty two. Do you want a big puff ball of air? And you know when it's wrapped on and it gets to that point and it's like flopping around because like half, like one little bit of the ace wrap or flexi wrap is yeah. covering the uh-huh. ice uh-huh. and then the rest of the bag's flopping around yep. all over. It's going to be kind of annoying, um, but at least you can still move. So I just, I visually, I think an hour or so in, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hot mess, <laughs> which is maybe like. The F. Hot mess. It's probably good for a short period of time. But after a while, you're like, enough is enough. I'm done with this. It's interesting. So. I was I was originally, my, my thought process was to marry the ice bag because it's going to be the least inconvenient for a very short time. Like, because once they start melting and then they just turn to water, like, it's going to be annoying, but you're going to be able to get through your day. But you're not. But you're gonna be able to move around. You're gonna be able to, like, operate, almost normally. But you make a very good point in that. It's gonna be a hot mess, and so it's it might just be so annoying, that you might just want to only do it every once in a while, or just once, <laughs> and then say see ya. <laughs> um, I'm also gonna I'm gonna kill the game ready though, and. Mainly from the standpoint of, I mean, that thing will lock you into, like, you know, straight leg, I mean, knee extension or elbow, you know, extension. I mean, it's going to hold you there, and you will not be able to access any kind of range of motion, and it will hold that cold for a very long time. Um, And so I'm, yeah, no, get it out of here. Absolutely. I mean, the most dangerous one. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I was thinking about marrying the ice bags. Dang it. Uh, I'm still going to marry the ice bags. I'm going to marry it. Fair enough. Because I, I think it's just, it's it's 20 to 30 minutes of like, you know what? This is fine. Like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then I can spend the rest of my life with you. Um, <laughs> and then, but the cold tub, I think, as much as I love cold tubs, I think spending the entire day in it, it would, it would, it just inhibit me so much as an athletic trainer, like the athletic trainer that I normally am. And you, I mean, you very much know that it'd be great to have the athletes come to you, but they're not going to do it all the time. And so I feel like it's just, I have to F that. Yeah, I feel like it's just, it's gotta be every once in a while. I spend the entire time, <laughs> spend the entire day in a cold tub. You're probably right. And that's why you don't see any mermaids as athletic yeah, trainers. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun though. I mean, and you, all you have to do is just point and be like, yeah, it's over there. Or yeah, do this. Nope. No, 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 go on one knee. Nope. Just your right side. Nope. No, no, no. You're doing that wrong. Um, I think you could do rehab by just vocally telling people what to do from a cold tub. And I'm thinking like a classic, like stainless steel cold tub. Um, not these fancy big old cold tubs that you could walk around in and sit and relax and read a book. Cryo um, chambers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm No, I'm going to F the cold tub. Marry the ice bags. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Well, hopefully you had thought along, played along with us at home, and you let us yeah. know what you'd like to do. What do we got next? Friend or foe? Uh, our last regular segment is going to be friend or foe this week. Um, and we're going to do your typical massage gun. Lots of different brands and varieties, but you're, you're just, you know, you're very good, very good. Uh, your massage gun. Everyone knows who they are. Um, friend or foe? Um, um, foe. I'm going to go foe. Wow. <laughs> Crap. Um, Normally, I'm the pessimistic one, and I think this well, week... Well, I don't... Okay, so... I've always had access to these devices, mm-hmm. and I think... So, going through school, then even actually going through massage therapy school as well, there was a... We had a lot of talks of, like, utilizing other devices to save your hands um the the kind of self-care talk of athletic training um and manual therapists and i think i think it's great where it bothers me is like if i'm gonna why the hell would i massage gun your quad you can do that right and so as a that's where it's like, it makes me want to say foe. No, that's where then, I'm going, friend. Exactly, but that's that's where I'm I'm struggling. Is that it could be a really good friend in that I could tell you as you athlete, no, just use the Theragun DMS Hypervolt, whatever, um, Tim Tam, whatever, uh, 
and work out this area, this area, this area, and then come see me. Or this is what I want you to do every night when, like, when you're done playing whatever sport that you play. Um, oh gosh, this has a shade of this last week. This has a shade of last week where it's that <sighs> you're creating a monster. Yeah, because it it's breeding the. I need to have this done every day on myself. You know, the athlete that's coming in all the time for it, like, oh, can I? But at the same point, it's a little bit different than last week in that this is a device that the athlete can just come in. Well, I guess the same thing with Hot Pack. An athlete can come in and use it themselves. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, is, I'm more in favor. I'm, 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 a, I'm on the friend. I'm on the friend list here. There is, uh, there's a crap ton of athletes out there that think it's the equivalent of stretching, though. And the equivalent of like yeah, actually if we like can, rolling out. If we can not. teach that you do this and then follow it up with some sort of active Actual, active active movement. Range of motion. Um that's the key. But I do think it's a friend. It's it can be a cueing mechanism for us. It can be an extra set of hands. The athlete can work on themselves. I think there's a lot to be desired here. And even though we're kind of getting into a somewhat passive uh, modality, it's still we're still trying to change tissue, and I think that's important. I think I don't give the actual devices the credit they deserve in working. I mean, I think there's a lot of athletes that will use them on themselves and be like, no, it feels better once I – if I – if I actually work on my t- my TFL with the, you know, with the massage gun, it, it feels better. Um, my, I, I'm gonna go faux though, because I think. I think it undercuts. Athletic trainers a bit. I think it, it's taking, this device and saying. Well, I mean, I can massage myself with this gun well why why the hell would i need your help um and then i do think that it is i guess a like a false security of like knowing where to work like athletes oh it hurts right here so i'm just gonna work through here um and i don't i don't know if i like that it's so easy for an athlete to work on themselves without having the communication with the athletic trainer first. <laughs> so I'm going to say faux. Pull the trigger first, ask questions later. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. I'm, st- I'm still going to say faux. Well, let's let's see. That's a we'll tough put one, up though. a poll and let's see what the what the people think. That is a tough one. All right. Let's um let's do some feature stuff. Feature topic. Oh, we're going. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> okay. What's the topic, bud? Uh, we asked, what's on your athletic training bucket list? Bucket list. What do you want to get done before your career is over, Kev? Yeah. What do I want to get done? Yeah. I mean, I'm, so I'm very lucky that I got to like cross some, over, cross some off early in my career, and that is um, work in professional sports, um, experience what it's like to be 
a professional baseball athletic trainer. Um, I always wanted to be a head athletic trainer of a major league baseball team, but I think as I got closer to that being a career path, um, I went the other way pretty hard left, I guess. Um, you turn. Yeah. Now I think bucket lists are like, I would love to own my own clinic at some point. Um, and then I would like to, um, be, I guess a local representative or ambassador or, um, I guess a go-to of like therapists in the Milwaukee area, like that I want to create basically like, we'll call it like a study club that we can all work with PTs, um, OTs, nurses, doctors, whatever, and talk about orthopedic injuries, talk about how to be healthy in that regard. Um, but I would like to be the person that starts that and is like the, the, I guess the centerpiece of it so that we can actually start, um, expanding the career of athletic training to other therapists out there that they know that we are a resource for their patients or any patient, um, athlete, anybody to get the right services that they need. And I think my bucket list just is to create a, a study club for therapists. And I think being an athletic trainer, there's nobody better to do it because we understand multiple facets of therapy. And, um, yeah, those are two kind of right now that I got. What do you got? I want to work a college world series. I want to make it to the yeah, college yeah. world series. Hell yeah, you do. That would be uh, to work with a team that makes the final eight. Not, I don't have to win the championship, which it, it would be great, but just to make it to the College World Series in Omaha, I've been there. I've been there once as a fan. It was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, uh, I know they hire athletic trainers uh, in general, not with the teams, but like to go like. They have a separate group of athletic trainers go and provide care mm-hmm. um, so that there's more athletic trainers than just the teams. Um, I want I want to work with the team that makes it to the College World Series. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the main thing on my bucket list yet. Cool. Love it. Um, as far as my athletic training services go, bucket list – for this podcast, oh my God, we could spend a whole show right. talking about it. I've got so many That's bucket lists one. for this for this show and this profession and how we can advocate and what we do with this platform. Um, but we'll we'll hang on to that. Um, well, I think it's tough. You so you bring up. Um, I I know for a fact many people that that wrote in on Twitter and Instagram and even Facebook. A, a lot of it was like. I would like to work the College World Series. I would like to work for a professional team um, and 
a lot say, of a lot of professional team and a lot of Olympics. Yeah, and like be a part of making the playoffs, be a part of winning a championship, being a part of even winning like a national championship as a college athletic trainer, being part of a state championship as an as a high school athletic trainer. Um it brings up an interesting like idea in that like you know i think you probably do the best you possibly can for your team every single year and you are depends on who you ask (laughs) (laughs) um but you're relying on you're relying on their talent to cross something off your bucket list correct right and i think it's a very interesting thing in athletic training I, I 100%, if I could have won a World Series ring, if I could have even when I was in minor league baseball and I was two games away from actually winning a, a minor league double A championship. And like there was some, there was a part of me that was like, you know what? I can't wait to like, I would love to have that ring. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have a little box on my, in my freaking, you know, closet and I could pull it out like. 28 years from now and be like, yeah, I won a championship in double A. You pour, you pour so much of yourself into working with these athletes. Yeah. That when they succeed, you feel like the proud papa or mama or parent or, Mm -hmm. you know, big brother, little brother, you know, big sister, little sister, whatever I'm trying to say here. Sure. You, you just, we put so much time and effort into these athletes and kids you just want to see him succeed and it gives you gratification yeah. to know that you helped. Even if it's just one tenth of 1% that you just feel so much more validated when you see them have success. Yeah. I agree with that. And then when I just, they, I think there should just be a little more, um, and not, I'm definitely not poo pooing like winning a world series, going to the college world series, winning a national championship, winning a high school, like state championship. I mean, those are, those are memories and those are things that we all will hold on forever. And I think, um, I will never forget what it was like to clinch going to the playoffs. And I will never forget what it was like to be absolutely gut wrenching, nervous during a playoff baseball game. Um, as the athletic trainer and not because like it was because we were all in it together and it was like everything mattered and blah, 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 blah. Like it was very, Oh my God, like nerve wracking. But I, I would like bucket lists for athletic trainers have to be more, they have to be more of like, ah, what are we going to do to, create a better podcast right what are we going to do to be like to expand this universe that is athletic training we got a lot of that too on the social media so you have your you have your um your bucket list for your hands on clinical skills Mm -hmm. and then you have your advocacy bucket lists so we we got a a lot of both that's a good call um i mean we got a lot of people that say i want my athletic training students to become certified and like go on and work. Uh, we got some, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, 
have your athletes go to the next level. Um, how about how about athletic training tattoos? Somebody, huh. We had a couple people say, I'm getting an athletic training tattoo. Who's getting an athletic training tattoo? Uh, well, our friend Ed, um, you know, you know, the one with the unpronounceable last name. Waza, Waza, Waza. Mike, Mike Wozniak? Or? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, he's debating. I think Rick, uh, Rick Cox said he's getting one or has one. Uh-oh. Um, yep. Uh, oh, here, here's one. How about this? Uh, Allison Keefe. Yeah. Her bucket list. Number one, graduate. Oh, so she's an athletic trained so student. So simple. That's Just a great. Graduate. That's a great bucket list. That's a really good one. Pass your BOC. Yep. Bucket list. Boom. You know what's in? Do you remember being a student and how? I mean, I think everybody has a class of like some professional like education in that like. This is how this is the way it's. This is how you write a resume, or this is how you uh, form a cover letter. This is how you start to think about what are questions that are going to be asked in an interview. And mm-hmm. I think everybody has been asked, "Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you mm-hmm. see yourself in ten years?" And when you're a student, and that question is, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" and say you're a, you know, first year athletic training student. Well, you know, graduated from school and passed. I just passed my BLC and maybe working as a first-time athletic trainer at at a high school here or there, or maybe a maybe a an athletic trainer at a, a small university and working my way up to this and this. It's so amazing how that changes, right? I think as a student, everybody just their bucket list is always graduate, pass my exam, get a job, mm-hmm. right? And now it's like, okay, what can I do to change the job? What can I do to, I don't know, be uh, more successful? And I think maybe we need to encourage our younger athletic training students to think you're going to pass your test. So that's not on your bucket list. Your bucket list is what are you going to do to be an amazing athletic trainer, not the entry-level Pass your test athletic trainer. I think that's a good point. Hmm. I'm just scrolling through the social media. How about this? Have my current or future dog certified as a therapy dog and have them work with me and my athletes. Hell yeah. That is a solid one, Kayla. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Kayla. Um, we had some international trips as bucket oh, lists. International man. trips would be fun. Uh, and then a lot of start programs. Um, to advocate for, we, we did get a lot of the, I want to advocate for the profession and make sure that all the schools in my area, my state, my city have athletic trainers. Um, a lot of people pushing for, as we talked about before, what's the ideal number of athletic trainers. And as we were talking as the show, you know, 45,000 is not nearly enough, but what's the magic number? You know, how many schools need athletic trainers, all of them. And how many do we need? Do we need one? Do we need two? Do we need six at each so There's plenty of high um, schools that need multiple athletic trainers lots of people advocating for that i think i think there's a really awesome like bucket list item there in that maybe creating high school programs yep that yeah, we had a couple of that are led by athletic trainers um I know that's like a controversial topic for 
colleges, right? Like the the idea of a, a certified athletic trainer teaching, you know, the the basics of athletic training to high school students and you know, that's something that they should be learning in college. But at the same time, I think, you know, that the health class, right? I mean, I think there's most of us or if not all of us have had to go through some sort of health class in um high school and i think a lot of that could have been very athletic training derived right i mean giving giving people the basic like fundamental health care advice of you know you have symptoms x y and z you know what should you be doing is this a situation that you should be going to a doctor i think um that's awesome i think they're there needs to be more of that. Yeah, totally. Anybody else stand out? Um, work with the Navy SEALs. Oh, no. So I, I saw that one. I, I went cool. on. So I went on Instagram. I saw that it was Zach, I think, right? Left-hand hunter. Yeah, left-hand hunter. Um, yeah, Zach Olivares. Yeah. I So I will tell you, Zach, um, if you're listening, I think um, amazing. And I think go for it, like. And I'll, I'll actually right here on the air. I I would one hundred percent. I would. Um, so the head athletic trainer of the San Diego Padres used to be an athletic trainer for the Navy SEALs, and he's an amazing guy, Mark Rogo. Um, I bet if you found his email address and sent him an email and said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm really interested in this. Is there is there any advice you could give me?" He would gladly give you some advice. Um, he's a really cool dude. I've, I've talked to him numerous times and I've actually very, I've had the pleasure of, um, going to Coronado a couple times and interacting with a lot of Navy SEALs and interacting with the therapists that are there. Um, oh my God. Amazing. Actually. I think of very, very sweet spot to be an athletic trainer um so cool love it try it i mean if you really want to do that go for it i will say this there's not a lot of opportunities there (laughs) Uh, very few jobs with the navy seals but i think they work being able to work with the armed forces and there's a lot of other specialty groups in the armed forces as well um but the navy seals are just kind of someone that a lot of people know about and you know hell week and you know buds and all all that and coronado and um i think go for it it's so cool and i think if you can get a little connection there and talk to people they love helping people like to advance their careers and yeah get some doors in there get some get get your foot in something open it up and try to live that bucket list for sure I think the fun thing about the bucket list conversation to me is it shows these people and the goals. And we've talked about this in a previous podcast. Um, these are the people that have long-term plans to do athletic training, mm-hmm. uh, oh, things yeah. they want to accomplish within this profession. Oh yeah! And it just shows that we can grow ourselves and grow the profession. And it's very encouraging and uplifting and motivational to me to see how many people want to take this and raise it 
you know, however many levels. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really fun. And I think it was a, a fun thing to talk about. And so thank you to everybody who shared on social media with us. Uh, we didn't read them all uh, by name or whatever. We kind of grouped them, but um, know that they were read and it's much appreciated for you to share them with us. So thank you so much. Um, you got anything else on bucket list or are we going to? No, let's just wrap it up. Let's, let's give them a special announcement. Oh. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. What are we going to do? What's the special announcement? You got me on like the edge of my seat here. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Um, next week, for episode number 78, um, we want to do a, we want to, we're going to follow the same format as normal, but we want to tailor this show to athletes. So if you have athletes, we're going to give them some advice, um, some perspective from the athletic trainer. Um, and what we're going to ask you to do is to help us with our feature topic. Kevin, pick a number between five and 10. Seven. Okay. In seven words or less, give your best advice for an athlete. In seven words or less, give us some advice for an athlete. Oh, wait, no, it's only four. (laughs) It can be less. Uh, So we'll do that as our feature topic, and then we're going to have our regular segments, and we'll we'll kind of tailor them to the athlete. So that the athlete, if you have some athletes um, that would like to listen to our show, um, they'll get something out of it, uh, and then you will as well because you're going to follow along at home. So, so we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna give a show specifically from our perspective as an athletic trainer to the athlete. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Um, subscribe to all our social media, our YouTube. Um, get the notifications. Um, share the podcast. Write us reviews. Go vote in the podcast awards. Yada yada yada. We do it all the time. <laughs> we appreciate you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Remember, at Candid underscore ATC, CandidAthleticTraining.com, PodcastAwards.com. Bye. Not, not, not.